Are you ready to find your joy in 2023? Then follow us on Instagram at faithfully underscore unapologetic. Week by week, we'll work on growing our faith and finding our joy together. And we'll support you as you strengthen your faith in God. Plus, we'll have daily inspiration, prayers, and tips to help you strengthen your mind and spirit, securing God's joy in your life. We look forward to celebrating God with you on Instagram. See you there. Amen. Welcome, beautiful souls. Welcome back, guys. It's so good to share this space with you. We're so excited. We're together again. Finally together again. Yes, and we have an awesome topic to talk about this week. Yeah. Yeah. It is talking about weakness. Who mm. likes weakness? Uh, it kind of, the whole sound kind of, it just makes me want to cringe a little bit. Yeah. I didn't really realize it, but I pride myself in being strong a lot. So weakness can feel a little yucky, I think, sometimes. Yeah. I I think I definitely feel the same way because it's, we've both experienced so much that I, I hold myself to a high standard of, okay, well, you've been through so much worse, so you just suck it up and be strong. Right. And I have people say, oh my gosh, you're so strong. I could never be that strong. And honestly, and it doesn't I don't feel like you're strong. Exactly. Right? Exactly. That's exactly mm -hmm. what it, you took the words right out of my mouth. And that's the big deal. I'm like strong. And it's like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm crumbling to pieces. Yeah. It's like, who says I'm strong? Mm -hmm. But we're talking about how to celebrate your weakness, really. Yeah. How to take that weakness and make it your superpower. Yeah. How amazing is that? It's pretty incredible when you think about it because I think over and over again, God shows us that weakness is such a gift. And if we weren't, if there wasn't weakness in the world, there would be no opportunity to number one, serve him, but there also wouldn't be an opportunity to serve one another. Exactly. And I think uh, we were watching The Chosen. We went to the movie theater. Yes. We saw the last. Oh, the Chosen is so good. Go it's watch so amazing. It. The last two seasons. And Dallas Jenkins is the one who directs it and puts mm -hmm. it together. And he was saying, Jesus said that he was lowly, like beneath. Lowly in heart. Lowly in heart and beneath others. And that, that's kind of a weakness, it sounds like to me. I I don't necessarily think it's a weakness, but it's just him being humble. Right. Well, exactly it. So, I mean, I, that's what I'm saying when you say just lowly of heart and beneath others. Uh, I think in our society, it's seen as a weakness. Mm -hmm. But Jesus has the incredible strength beyond any other power in this world. Yeah. To, and, like, turn it around. Not turn it around, but to to make being a humble and showing humility being a superpower. A good, yeah. yeah. That, that yeah. why, why I guess what I'm saying here on earth, we view that as weakness, mm -hmm. but God sees it as a power. I think. Absolutely. Yeah. Is what, is what is where I was trying to go with that. And I, those words that he spoke were just really interesting to me and tie in with kind of our topic today about making our weakness, our superpower, because God doesn't ask us to go out and be Hercules. No, he doesn't. <laughs> not in any sense. No, not in any way, shape, or form. But I think for myself, a lot of the time, I'm striving to, right, be that super strong person. Mm -hmm. And that a lot of times when I am strong, just like you said, when people say that I'm strong, I'm like, I don't feel strong. Mm -hmm. But 
when I look back, I can see God working in my life and giving me that peace and giving me that strength to make it through that moment. Mm -hmm. And that really is the superpower is that in your weakness, because that was my weakness that I found that strength and other people see that strength. So that's what we're talking about today. And we can take our weakness, celebrate our weaknesses and use them as our superpower when we give that weakness to God. Uh, And that's exactly what we're talking about. And so we have a verse that we'll start out with right away. Did you want to read the verse? Yeah, it's Isaiah forty twenty nine says, He gives power to the faint, and to him who has no might, he increases strength. Amen. Woohoo. Yes. Woot woot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so even like you were talking about, well, I relate to this too, how when people say you're strong, and you're like, I don't feel strong. Or, you know, we kind of, like, we kind of get a big head because people are saying we're strong or we think that we need to be strong. That is so the opposite. He, he wants us to rely on him. Yes. And that when we're feeling faint, like, he will provide for us. And you know what's interesting? I'm studying this passage right now. It's Mark 1, 8 through, or Mark 8, 1 through 10. Mm-hmm. And it's talking about when Jesus feeds the 4,000. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about how that he, he like can't just send them home. He has compassion on them. Right. Because he hasn't, he's, they've been with him for three days and they haven't eaten. Oh my gosh. And it's like, they will faint away. They're probably pretty weak, but then God provides. It's Absolutely. exactly what he'll do in our lives. He, there might be times in our life when we're weak, but God provides as he always does. Right. When we're faithful. So like those people were faithful to Jesus's teachings. Yeah. They were I mean, with, they him with him for three days. Yeah, for they, three days. They forewent food. And a lot of people would probably say that's crazy. I yeah. mean, I'm not even sure how they did it in mm-hmm. our modern day age here, how they managed three days without eating anything or not much. They maybe had a couple of crumbs they brought along. But that is exactly what God does when we're faithful. So the trick here is that you have to give your trust to God in the difficult situations. So, and that, and that is where um, people see you strive and see that strength come forward when you're really just basking in God's Mm -hmm. peace. And that, that, that is your faith. And so there's different situations, I think, in life. Some are different than others. But do you have anything that you can relate to this weakness and relying on God's strength? I mean, to some degree, I think it can happen every day. Sometimes just getting up out of bed and going through the day. I mean, especially when it's been so dark here in the wintertime. It's like, I feel like I have no energy. It's like, dear God, just, you know. Give me the energy to get through this day. And when I focus my eyes on him and just that simple phrase, I have a pick-me-up and I focus on God and get through my day just like that. Yeah. What kind of, yeah, speaking of feeling weak in general, there's a lot of days where I wake up and I'm like, I'm not going to class. I don't want to. It's whatever. I don't feel like it. I'm way too tired. But I, I do it. And God gives me the strength to get me through my day. Or there's been a lot of times these last couple of days where I've been quite tired. And I just, 
I don't, I don't know. And God gets me through the day. So it can be simple, simple, something as simple as that. Yeah. Like I said, yeah, that works the same for you. So yeah. a lot of times, even in the winter here, when it's so dark and cloudy, there's a thing called seasonal effect disorder and people lack that energy. But, but it's so real. It is so real. And there's ways that you can, you know, get through that. But one of the easiest ways is really to just call on God to say, hey, bring some sunshine into my day, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But kind of like a, a more, not just like an everyday one. There was a few things that were happening during first semester. And I feel mm-hmm. like I was kind of lying to myself that it was going fine. But a long first semester there was a lot of red flags kind of popping up yeah that I was I was extremely exhausted and mom and dad could see it my friends that I saw a couple times a year was saying that I was different and so there was just a few things along the way that I thought were fine but then I mom and I started kind of processing and talking about what had happened first semester and I, I felt weak I felt like, oh, I shouldn't be even be in college because I can't deal with the simple basic stuff of just being in college. Yes. Like, it felt defeating because I couldn't, I wasn't like everybody else, right? It mm-hmm. was, it yeah. sucked. It Ooh. felt awful. I felt stupid and dumb and I felt so weak. It's a difficult place to be in is to feel that way. And yeah. I think every single one of us on the planet like to some degree feels that way in some time in their life that we just don't fit in and we're all alone and that we don't have the answers and that makes us feel weak and small Mm -hmm. yeah but like through that process like feeling so weak god was able to break me down (laughs) but to help build me up and i'm in that process of being built up again for his glory right and obviously still working through it i Mm -hmm. will be for probably all of college and beyond yeah probably all your life honey it's always one thing you know god is always working on us we always have to draw we have to make that choice to draw close to him every day and a lot of times we hit these challenges like you have where we have Mm -hmm. to make changes in our life in order to continue to draw close to god and not be distracted and so he really revealed the truth but even as i was feeling weak and i was realizing all of this what was happening and all my insecurity, like God was working in that to show me, no, okay, here are the lies that you're believing. And then here's my truth of who I say you are. And he was like, you can have so much confidence and trust in me that you can lean into my truth. Yes. And it felt scary at the time because it's like, well, there's potential to lose everything that I thought I wanted. And so... It's still scary, still working through it, but God really showed up. He revealed his strength in my weakness and revealed his truth, which I'm confident to say that any any one of you can hold on to his truth, Amen. knowing that you are, your identity is in him and that you are chosen by him. Exactly. And it's when you fall into that really vulnerable place, like you're in a really vulnerable place and it gets really hard because when you're vulnerable, you're weak. It's like you feel like you don't even have the strength to make a decision mm-hmm. for that day or that moment. And if you do, it's certainly not going to be right. Or you think it's right, and then it certainly ends up not right. Yeah. Yeah. And so it can feel defeating. Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. So do you have like a time in your life where weakness was really prominent, but God showed up? He did. And this is really a confusing time in my life because nothing seemed to make sense. And the beauty of it in the end is I'm not sure that it, it made sense anyways, except for the fact that God showed up and mm-hmm. gave me strength. And that was the time when we redid our kitchen. We actually redid the whole middle floor, our main level. And so we had to pack everything off the main level, which is a dining room, living room, and kitchen. Take everything out, pack it in the rest of the house. We didn't have any space to put it. So we're literally living around boxes, but we're in a four-level house. Mm -hmm. And I had injured my knee mopping up the bathroom floor of all things. The most ridiculous thing. Yeah, but the thing is, the thing is, the floor is like tile is tile so it's rock hard and i just kneeled on it for like a half a second literally and i something happened but Mm -hmm. i think it's bursitis the bursitis bag if i'm correct i could be in error but i think that's it that's a fluid filled sack in your knee that helps your knee to move when the fluid's gone it's incredibly painful it's like i could not hardly move my leg my knee but we are four level house and we had like crock pots and things upstairs downstairs and everything everywhere and so i'm running up and down really like a hundred times a day but i babied the knee that was hurt and i started using the other knee and pretty soon i found myself with two knees double whammy double whammy that weren't working i was in so much pain i have a high pain tolerance but this pain was like 10 i ended up in bed for one week mm-hmm. solid week and I couldn't move. Yeah, couldn't there was move. a microwave, a TV in our room. We ate upstairs. Oh, my goodness. And I would say I would never, ever cook in the bathroom. That's the grossest thing ever. And I had to have the crock pot At least we keep it clean. <laughs> we did keep it clean, but never say never. It's like dad brought up a cooler and put it because I couldn't move anywhere in the in the bedroom and but I had things going on I had a life going on I was going to a trauma conference I was signed up with Steve Porges who is the grandfather granddad of the polyvagal theory and I was going to learn from him in person and I had this all set up for like three days I was going to be at this trauma conference and listening to people that I adore I mean it was amazing I had to miss the whole entire thing it was like it was, it was crazy. It, it was, I felt weak. I felt vulnerable. I felt worthless. I was so upset. I didn't understand what was going on. I didn't understand why I couldn't move and I couldn't walk. But I finally just gave it to God. I, I had to, otherwise I was like going to lose my mind or something. Mm-hmm. But the, the house was such a mess. I mean, I'd like to call myself a recovered perfectionist, but uh, to live in that state of chaos that we were living in was really challenging for me as a mother so this is the one thing stacked on top of another and talk about feeling weak and small and useless I couldn't do anything and so that was like the epitome of it and but what I did it's like okay I don't know what you're trying to tell me please show me but God gave me a peace so it really was like the superpower this week that I was laid up in bed I played blank games with my kids on Mm -hmm. the bed watched movies my husband had it all set up, cooked cozy little meals in the bathroom. <laughs> and I don't know that I would say that it was necessarily fun, but... No, it was definitely fun. <laughs> like, I don't know, maybe I blocked it all out because who wants your mom in number 10 pain, but and I, not know, I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that that's a superpower, though, and that for me to be able to take that piece, that's got, I mean, that's amazing. With all yeah. that going on, that is that is enough to like drive me out of my mind mm-hmm. insane and like be livid like angry and mad depressed with not the talking chaos. to anybody yeah it's just like 
But no, it's like, okay, I will just go with it. And I did, but that, that is the piece. So I don't know if that really makes sense because it's really hard to explain how I shifted out of all that chaos, out of all that weakness. It was physical weakness and like mental exhaustion and weakness. And then when you don't move, if you've never not moved for a week, oh my gosh, coming back from that uh, is difficult because you lose your strength. It's amazing how quickly you can lose your strength when you don't move for a week. So it was an incredibly challenging moment, but God guided me to wait. It was it was a very complicated health issue that nobody could figure out why I couldn't walk. I couldn't walk for months, actually, after that. that I was so sore and my knees were swelling. And God did guide me to wait to get that fixed. So it was amazing. I mean, God's peace and presence and power. And I, and I learned through that too, um, a lot and how to just take care of my physical health as well. I mean, there were lessons there that God shined and really, it really was a, a superpower that came out of it. The ability to be calm in the chaos is a superpower. Yeah, absolutely. And so we have some Bible verses that we want to read that talk about this weakness. And I'm reading second Corinthians and it's Chapter 12, verse 9, and it says, But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore I will boast all the more gladly of my weakness, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. It's a really good verse. Wow. Uh, how amazing is that, to boast about our weakness? Who here likes to boast about your weakness? Raise your hand. There's no hands up over here. I think it's like, okay, I think people, I think in a way sometimes it's easy to boast about your weakness. Like if it's like a cry for attention, like, oh yeah, whatever. Yeah. But people don't like to talk about like the bad stuff. Like if you're, if you've struggled with any kind of addiction, any kind of abuse, Mm -hmm. like the really, really hard stuff. I think it's easy to kind of put out an outward face with things that will get you brownie points from other people. Right. But it's really hard to be like, yeah, you know what? I do struggle with anxiety. Like, I struggle with boundaries. But no, weakness is not something that people boast about. But to be like, you know what? Yeah, I have this, but I believe in God in spite of it. Right. And God will take my weakness and make me stronger because of it. Yeah. And when you have that belief, he will. He absolutely will. And, and he has. Like, definitely mm-hmm. witnessed that in my own life. I have witnessed it absolutely with you. Yes, you are, like, blow my mind with your superhuman strength. So I don't feel strong, Mom. <laughs> I don't feel it. <laughs> yeah, well, you're mind-blowing, and others can see it as well. All that you have been through, and you rise, and you shine, and you move on, and you're stronger for it, and you learn right and you and you share this even with others even like with this podcast so that power is that strength is immense and i i see it and that's where it comes from really is from the weakness and from god though the peace in god that you have that can help you take that next step well it's kind of like where else do i turn (laughs) if you turn to the world that's just gonna let you down Right. And then that's where that negativity comes in and that, that negativity and kind of self-sabotage. We, do we want to go on to our other Bible verse? Yeah. I mean, it's Romans, so we love Romans. All right. So it's Romans eight twenty six. 
And it says, Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. Amen. I love this one. So this gets us to a place of what we didn't direct or maybe directly assess, but when you're feeling weak, uh, for me, it feels like nothing. Like I had nothing. Like in that incident, I had nothing. I didn't even know what to pray for yeah. because I don't even know what's going on besides the fact that I don't want to have pain, right? And I wish yeah. my house was magically with a snap of my fingers fixed and everything perfect. But that's not going to happen. But God tells us that we don't even need to know. We can just pray for the Holy Spirit to come. Yeah. Give us direction. Give us strength. Mm -hmm. That's all we need. And God will give us what we need so that he can take that weakness and make it into a superpower. That is absolutely amazing. Yeah. And that is basically how I think, I believe I live my life in faith. It's like, I don't have the answers. And a lot of people think I magically have these answers or no. Well, things. that's because we your, we're your kids. Your <laughs> yeah, <mom>. my, my <laughs> husband and other people and friends, like, I don't know these things. Really, it is my faith and this prayer to the Holy Spirit to guide me. I don't know what to do. Dear Holy Spirit, show me what to do. Yeah. That's as simple as a prayer. That That's all you need. It's like, God, send the Holy Spirit. Tell me what to do. Show me what to do in this moment. And God will. Yeah. And each of these baby steps then um, prepare that journey and make you stronger and help you grow. Yeah. So that's how amazing it is. It's as simple as that, that, that weakness. That's how it becomes your superpower. Yeah. That's how it becomes your strength. With every weakness, there's always a strength as well, but God's there and it's a gift yeah. uh, to use it. And so we have another Bible verse that I'm going to read, and this is um, Corinthians as well. And we're in chapter 12 still, and this is verse 10. So it's right along with the other one, and we're kind of playing off the other verse. Oh, yeah. They're right next to each other. <laughs> yeah. And it says, For the sake of Christ, then, I am content with weakness insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Wow, look at that. For wow. when I am weak, I am strong. I think that's really interesting, though, because, like, so let's let's break this down a little bit. Mm -hmm. So let's go. I'm going from the, the back end. So uh, the human body is weak, but then God, being I am as well, is strong when we are weak. When we are facing all of that, that we can be content in Christ because he, well, it says for the sake of Christ. Yes. And so I, I like that and that I am content if it's God. Well, God knows that he is all powerful. He is creation. There's nothing on this world, right, that can take us from him. So he's going to be content with weakness. It doesn't frighten him. It doesn't scare no, him. No, it's not like he's sitting on the throne and be like, oh, didn't see that one come in. He knows how powerful that weakness. He knows that weakness has the potential to draw us closer to him and make us stronger yeah, in I mean, relationship. Like, like, Jesus experienced that. Like, not necessarily... I would say I would say he experienced weakness. Yeah, physical I mean, weakness for yeah, sure. Yeah, when you're being beaten and crucified, yeah, you're going to feel pretty <laughs> darn weak. So about as weak as you can get uh, is in that moment of crucifixion. He experienced that. He knows every single temptation, every single pain, every single trial that we can experience. It's nothing that surprises him, but it is something that he wants us to turn to him when we're experiencing. Right. 
Absolutely. And so, so that is the big, like, that is the biggest line in there. I am content. I am content. I mean, yep. I'm content with weakness, insults, hardships, persecutions. Who even wants to, to, you know, say that as you read it, but be bold and have faith and say yeah. this in Christ's name. Because it says to begin with, right, for the sake of Christ, I am saying this right now. This is a great verse to read and read out loud to God and say, yeah. I am content with weakness, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. Yeah. In other words, with all the trouble of the world. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even this reminds me of Philippians one twenty-seven through 30, somewhere in it, it I think it talks about how that not only should we believe in God, but for the sake of Christ, we should suffer with him because we were raised. Like we know we have the confidence that we're going to be raised with him. Like if we're buried with him, we're going to raise with him. So to, to go through all of the hardships of weakness, it, it doesn't compare to the glory that we will experience in heaven. So no, it will not. You know what? Your weakness is like yeah boast about it all the more gladly all the more gladly because it is your strength god is your strength Mm -hmm. that weakness is drawing you closer to god and so that is the holy there's no gap because it's a holy connection right it feels like there's a gap between weakness and strength but the beauty is there isn't a gap yeah because that gap is god you put your trust in god and he has you there. And so, and that's where the, the Bible verse that is so wonderful and that we hear a lot for, I can do all things in Christ, right? Yeah. So even when you get to your weakest point, that's your strongest. Put your trust and faith in him. God will make your weakness your superpower. Amen. Amen. And that is the best way to start out on a February, I think. Yes. <laughs> so let me pray for all of you and I'll get you on your way. Yes, so that we can embrace your, well, you can embrace your weakness. And we'll embrace ours. (laughs) We'll embrace ours. Amen. (laughs) So please join me in prayer. Dear God, thank you so much for bringing all of our beautiful listeners here today. I thank you for just showing us and giving us the words that our listeners do not hear us, but that they hear your words spoken to them, knowing that you are the like you are the rock that we can lean on when our strength is failing when our human strength is failing god that we know that your strength never fails that you are a faithful god a god that lifts us up above the valleys and that when we have our confidence in you we can rise above our circumstances and know that when we are weak your strength increases and your strength is what will get us through Mm -hmm. our hardships through everything through this life and so maybe just ride on you and know that you are good good god Mm -hmm. we put all of our trust in you and we love you forever and ever amen amen take our weakness dear god and turn it into magic (laughs) Woohoo! all right until we'll see you back in two weeks in faith and love Jaina and Kelly. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you are looking for more daily inspiration, go follow us on Instagram. We created an Instagram page and it's called faithfully underscore apologetic. So go there and give us a follow and a like and And comment. Yep. And you'll find inspiration, words of wisdom, and we're sharing God's love and word.
and faith and love. Kelly. And Jada. Bye.